0: at christiancrusaders.org. Okay, let's get started with today's episode. Here's our host, Matt Reister, the Executive Director of Christian Crusaders.
1: Hey everybody, Matt Reister here at the 2023 National Religious Broadcasters Convention. We're doing the CC Podcast Conversations, as you know, and I'm here with Andrew at the table. Yep. How you doing, Andrew?
2: Doing great, man. How are you?
1: Mason's sitting over here, but he doesn't have his mic on, my son, and, and we're just taking it in. Andrew's pumping out podcasts we've been doing a ton of interviews we've had i'd say pound for pound this year's (laughs) nrb and last summer's cpe this is by far the best content we've we've gotten yeah yeah. um and right now you're going to hear an interview with three of the four wild brothers that's w-i-l-d that's their last name they're the children of missionaries
2: couldn't have been more appropriate
1: and they are wild
2: the I grew up wild. Their their story is wild. I mean. Like
1: the the jungles of Indonesia.
2: Right. And just absolutely fabulous. And it was was one of those, you know, we have so many people coming up asking, you know, hey, do you have any interview slots? And and unfortunately, we, we can't interview everybody that comes up. Um, yeah, fortunately, in some cases. Yeah, yeah. Some some <laughs> of them might not be. You know, we, we go for our tagline is inspiring stories with interesting Christians. Uh, some of the stories aren't inspiring, and some of the some might not be interesting. <laughs> um, right. But uh, but this is one where you know um, he comes up to me sort of towards the end of the day, and and he he gives me he gives me the spiel, and yeah, we our family had to create a written language for a Aww. tribe in Indonesia. I'm like. Well, that's not something you hear every day.
1: <laughs> and what was cool is their parents, to, to let their supporters back home know what it's like to be a missionary out in Indonesia, they started putting these videos together. Yeah. And so these guys are all videographers, and they won like three or four awards last night at yeah. the Crown Awards. This stuff is legit stuff. Exactly. And it's mostly for kids, but uh, I know... Some- I think
2: I think it's sort of directed towards inspiring uh, you know, late teen, early 20s to, to get into the mission field. That's, See what it's really like? Yeah, that's, that's, that was what, what they were describing it to me. Um, uh, so, yeah, it's, it, it's amazing. Absolutely amazing.
1: And so three of the four of them were here. Uh, Hudson, Kyan, and Asher. Yes. And uh, the other ones, like it is in-laws in Wisconsin or something, missing out. Uh-huh. Sorry you missed out on the CC podcast, but maybe we'll catch you the next time.
2: And Orlando, but you know.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Appreciate everyone tuning in and listening to this. You're going to enjoy this one. There's a bunch of other podcast episodes from this week and from previous couple of years now of, of episodes, 60-some episodes of interviews. So uh, check those out if you're
2: interested in this this is going to be i think number 70 or 70 77 or 78 this episode that's awesome yeah thanks for tuning in
1: hey guys this is matt reester at the 2023 nrb convention this is the latest interview i've done what time is it like 10 30 11? Yeah, I think it's 11. 11. Past 11. <laughs> all right 11 p.m but these guys the wild brothers have had a wild night and so it's worth the wait usually uh, during these conference podcasts you hear all this rumbling of noise people talking and now yes. you just hear these echoes do you hear that yeah exactly. <laughs> empty hallways so before we dive into it i want to thank reasons for hope and reasons for hope is a ministry that does a bunch of apologetic stuff you can learn about them at r4h.com that's r-f-o-r-h.com they were generous to help underwrite the cost of our being here and so check out Reasons for Hope. They've got some great uh, PragerU type videos about apologetic stuff and a bunch of other great stuff. So go to the website r4h.com and thanks to those guys. Okay, Wild Brothers, uh, there's four of you guys. Three of you are here. And uh, just quick, introduce yourselves.
3: Yeah, I'm Hudson, uh, number two in line. I'm Kian and I'm number three.
1: I'm Asher, I'm the youngest. Awesome. And what are you guys all about? I mean, I was doing an interview with a guy named Steven Jackson last night. nice. And so anyone who wants to hear that, he had some really challenging things to say to Christians about how we invest our money and what we do with our resources in terms of kingdom impact versus serving ourselves. Mm -hmm. And actually, he told me that he invested in some of you guys' work, and he said, you got to have these guys on because they're great. And so I took his advice, and then, and then there you went tonight and won a bunch of awards <laughs> at the Crown Awards, and uh, I'm wow. excited to hear about it. But, but before we get into those details, what are you generally about? What, what are the Wild Brothers about?
3: Well, first off, we are happy to be here. So thanks so much for having us, even though it's so late. Yeah, we're known as the Wild Brothers, and it's not because we're wild, but it's actually our last name. Uh, but we grew up in some wild places. Uh, my brothers and I grew up as missionary kids in Papua, Indonesia, on the field, really living in some super remote jungles.
1: So wait, when you say Papua Indonesia, do you mean Papua New Guinea?
3: I do not. So actually it's the same island, but the island is split in half. One side of it, it's its own country, Papua New Guinea. The other side
1: is Papua Indonesia. So we are on- My parents were missionaries for two years in Papua New Guinea. Okay. On the other side of the island. Yeah, they were neighbors with us. Cool. Keep going, sorry to interrupt.
3: No, no, not at all. So yeah, we grew up uh, in the, the deep jungles of Papua. And my, my dad is a church planner and Bible translator, so we worked with the Wano people group. They're unreached, unengaged previously. And uh, yeah, so while we were living with the people, learning their language, culture, to build up, to being able to present the gospel, um, yeah, my brothers and I, we ran pretty, pretty much wild in the jungle. The Wild kinda, Brothers ran wild. Yeah, wow. we, we took video cameras along with us really to document what life was like in the tribe. To really show our peers here in the states and expose them to modern day missions excite them about having adventure and really motivating them to live all out for christ
1: do you have any sisters or is it just you four just the four of us although
4: yep. we do have two very beautiful sister-in-laws and two nephews so
1: one of them's sitting right over there yep. yes sir where's the other one in wisconsin yes right. i heard about that yep, yep. Good memory and you got another nephew is that one of the two or is that the third
3: that's one of the two. Number two.
1: Yeah. Oh, I like yeah. how you're counting that already. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. That's good. Keep going.
3: Yeah. So um, it really originally, our, our filming originated from our home church asking us questions. What is it like on the mission field? How do Where you your get home food church? and water? Uh, in Panhandle, Florida. In Great. Niceville, Rocky Body Baptist. Yeah. Uh, so that caused my parents to start actually filming kind of the adventures of the four Wild Brothers and giving... A really holistic resource of missions it's called growing up wild was our first series five volumes 15 episodes and it shows yeah our daily life how we built our house with poles and bark how we got food and water can people see that they absolutely can we're at on our website wildbrothersproductions.com
1: and that old school stuff is there
3: it's yeah. there. It's great. It's retro. We're super little, but man, it's awesome. Super unique resource. Actually, a lot of um, mission agencies use it for their training to really show potential future missionaries what it's like over there cool. on, in the tribe. Yeah. So super fun. And um, when, when we, we got a little bit older, we saw the impact of that first series. And uh, we were kind of burdened to make a new series for our teenage peers once we had gotten a little bit older. So we made a new series called Adventures in Creation in partnership with Answers in Genesis. Oh, yeah a reality TV show uh, that was just super unique. Where we grew up, no scientists had ever been. So we're collecting new insects to science. We're tracking down cryptic creatures thought to be extinct, diving with whale sharks, swimming in the most biodiverse marine environments in the world. And uh, the last two episodes, we build our own 60-foot wooden catamaran. First ever on Papua to sail back to America mm-hmm. And So pretty epic adventures. Uh, and each one has an apologetic twist.
1: You sailed back to America on a catamaran? Oh,
3: uh, you would have to watch the video to see. You know, okay. Find okay. out what happens.
1: It sounds sus. Yeah. All right.
3: So, super awesome. And then as we got a little bit older, so we after that series, we kind of just wrote blogs, social media stuff. And then um, our last big project was Islands of the Four Kings, our first full-length adventure documentary before we moved back to the States. So, it's a little over an hour long, and it tracks my brothers and I as we're in this really remote island region tracking down these undocumented rock art. So the the people that made this rock out had long since died off. The locals said, man, our ancestors, when they first arrived here, there was no people, but there's this rock art here, rock art. So who made it? We don't know. So we kind of track the signs. We find these burial grounds with bones and pottery and eventually make a pretty significant archaeological discovery to find the origin
1: of this lost people. Wow. Yeah, super epic. So tell me, between the three of you and and the fourth one who's not here, who's that? Morgan. Morgan, what are y'all's roles in the process?
5: Yeah, so my oldest brother Morgan and I do a lot of the filming and the editing. Hudson over here, number two, he's our businessman, kind of CEO, and then Asher, he's one of the main roles in doing all of our content, and he's also the drone pilot.
1: All right, got to have a good drone pilot. Oh, yeah, it's that's like, huge. like a video game, well, bro. Well,
4: when you're not trying to dodge through islands and palm trees, I've made my fair share of crashes, so, <laughs> so how many? They haven't, how, they haven't fired me yet, though. I'm how many, many drones
1: have you burned through?
4: Uh, well, I mean, drones are really good quality nowadays, so usually they can withstand a couple, couple different crashes, but we've probably gone through, I don't know, three or four here four, you yeah.
1: Awesome. So what did you win awards in tonight? Yeah,
3: we had entered um, Islands of the Four Kings, our documentary, and then our new show, which is called Off the Couch Into Creation. It's our first TV show here stateside, so we're really excited about launching it because for the first time, all of our fans have something really relatable they can connect to. All of our adventures overseas in the jungles were kind of distant and far off, but now here's a show with the four Wild Brothers living in America, experiencing their homeland for the first time. So there's a lot of momentum behind this new series, and we submitted the first pilot episode to the ICBM. So, boys, I can't remember. Which which awards do we get Let's nominated? Let's see. I
4: think we won um, Gold Crown Awards for Best Documentary Under $50,000. We won Gold Crown Award for Best Ch- kids TV program and we won another gold crown awards for best, student? best, student, best film. student film and then we won a silver award and two bronze I believe that's, that's yeah. awesome very man. very humbling yeah we did not see that coming we did not so. expect that but, did um, you
1: see any, any of it coming did you think you might win one thought maybe one we're preparing
4: because backstage we're thinking okay well if we have to get up on stage what are we gonna what are we gonna say what kind of motivational speech are we gonna give so we did go through that but we're not expecting that we would win more than one so did you have to give four speeches something like that yeah (laughs) it was quite a few we we each had a turn to talk so it's pretty cool
5: but we really saw the value of a video and the power that it has through the story of our dad because he was actually um he became a Christian a little bit later in life he was 18 and he started um, learning more about his faith and he was actually um, helping to teach a Sunday school class when all of a sudden he saw this video about this family who went over to another culture and taught them the Bible for the very first time. And it totally rocked his world. Wow. Because he didn't realize that there were still people groups out there who had no chance of hearing the Bible in their whole lives. And so through that video, I really him started thinking about, man, you know, here in America we have churches on every street and we have Bibles and you can get this translation or that translation, you can get different covers. And there's places in the world where they don't have one scrap of scripture in their language. Yeah. And so he started thinking, man, you know, I'm young, I'm strong, I'm healthy. Maybe the Lord could use me to do this. Awesome. And so that's really sent him on the journey of taking his small family, going through missions training, and eventually ending up on the mission field. But um, so that's really inspired us to start making videos as well because we can see that the, the great impact they can have. Even if they're simple, even if they're, um, yeah, simple, as long as they're done for the glory of God, they can have great impact. And so um, that's been super cool. And, yeah, it's just, it's just a testament that um, missionaries, they're nobody special. A lot of people think, like, oh, man, those missionaries, that's what, they must be the heroes of the faith. Yeah. Oh, it's so not true. Missionaries are just regular, everyday people. But it's so cool because God uses ordinary people, if they trust in him, to do really, really cool things. And it's not because they're
4: amazing, but it's because God is amazing.
1: I, I asked you this off record or off the recording, but what are your ages? Mm, hmm.
4: So our oldest brother is 25, Hudson's 23, Kian. 21 and I just turned 19
1: perfect so you and mason are the same age my son there uh that's really cool um so let's let's talk about the jungle and your adventures like what's some crazy like my mom and dad some of the stuff they tell us that they saw and it's like I hate snakes I mean there's snakes like (laughs) like rabbits over there I mean it's like what what is like you're getting all this film like swimming in this biodiverse place there's got to be nasty stuff down there like any harrowing moments
4: any uh near-death experiences? Well, I remember one time, um, this wasn't near-death, but it was intimidating. There's some oceanic man rays that came by the reef, so those are the biggest man rays in the world. I think their wingspan can get around 18 feet, and so Keanu and I hopped on the paddleboards, and unlike America, where oftentimes the shoreline, the, the, um, the depth slowly decreases over there. You can know, go straight off a reef, and it'll plunge down to hundreds of feet, so Keanu and I jumped in the water and you know pitched Dark blue water and these giant manatees just swimming all around us. So that was intimidating for sure. But we've also had our fair share of more dangerous experiences. Hudson, what someone you think?
3: Yeah, in Papua, there's not a whole lot of large dangerous creatures besides the cassowary and wild boars. But there are. Besi- no-
1: slow down. Besides what?
3: Cassowary. So they're like large emu, like these giant birds, and their their front finger is like a giant claw. And so they kick their prey. Okay. And they'll disembowel you. Yeah, wow. devastating yeah. creatures. Very that catch fast. Up to, yeah. Very dangerous. They,
4: they can grow to about five or six feet tall, so they're pretty small. Like an ostrich curls. almost? almost. Yeah.
3: yeah. So we have those, and we also have wild boars, which are very vicious. But besides those two large creatures, really, um, I think the only venomous, dangerous creature would be snakes. And so we have had plenty of run ins with um, sea crates. They're highly venomous, bite you one time and you'll die. That's a snake? It is a snake. A so, sea A sea yeah. They're marine snakes. They swim in the water, wow. oftentimes on coral reefs. So many times we've come face to face with them, just within inches. But uh, thankfully, they're pretty tame. They, they only go after small fish, and they'll only bite you if you really aggravate them. So as long as we don't try to catch them, we've, we've, been, we've been safe.
5: We figured out that the, the most dangerous creature in Indonesia was actually the mosquito. Those things are gnarly, and they carry dengue and malaria. Yeah. And man, you wouldn't see them coming. You'd go on in the afternoon. Oh, a little bite. Oh, man. What's that? Kill a mosquito? Oh,
1: I got dengue now.
5: Next thing you know, you got malaria, and it's, you're out for two weeks miserable.
1: Have you all had malaria?
5: Oh, yeah, several times, times each. Yeah.
1: So you all can't give blood now. My mom got malaria over there, and I don't think you can donate blood. Cause yeah,
5: exactly.
2: it,
1: kinda, it stays in your system for and my a bit. mom can't. Okay. I, maybe that's different now. I don't know. Yeah,
3: I I don't know. I mean, Probably I would, I would
1: pass out it's... anyway. So <laughs> I'm scared. So uh, were you guys born on the mission
4: field? So I was the only one born. Um, in Indonesia, My other brothers were born either basically during training. My mom and dad got four years of Bible training before they went overseas. So I was born on the island of Java where my mom and dad um, learned the, the language, Indonesian. But in addition to Indonesian, there's also hundreds of different languages um, spanning across Indonesia. It's the biggest archipelago in the world. The, the country spans about the, the size of the U.S. is. And so on our island alone, there's probably 700 different languages. So and a huge brought,
1: population, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so where were you all born? Where is your home? Oh, you said Panhandle of Florida. That's Sorry, right. it's getting yep. late.
3: I'm- yeah, no, 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 no worries. That's where my, my parents kind of grew up. Both of them came from the Air Force background, and so kind of were military brats, got moved all over the place, but kind of, I don't know, I'd say 10 and up, or in the early teenage years, moved to Niceville, Florida. and um, Because of the Eglin Air Force Base there. Yeah, so that's where our home church is. That's where my parents kind of grew up through high school and college and then the boys and I too every time we come back from the mission field which was every three and a half to four years we'd spend about an 8 month period there in our hometown so we're very connected to our hometown and that's basically our second home
1: that's awesome your parents are still over in Papua right correct right now yep did you like FaceTime them or anything to tell them do they have technology to talk to you about tonight
4: yeah I think I think Asher was texting them during the award ceremony Keeping them updated. Yeah, I was following them. And they're a huge inspiration for everything we've done. And really the ones that got us kids started. So my mom and dads are, well, they're our biggest fans and we're their biggest fans. So really, really fun to be able to connect with them over FaceTime and stuff often. So, That's yeah.
1: awesome. So, I mean, they got the technology yeah. to do all that. And yes, sir, they do. Yeah, yep.
4: They're pretty hard though. They've been missionaries for about 20 years now. i are That's, just planning on still doing it for a while. That so. qualifies
1: as long-term. Yeah. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Awesome. So, uh, like, where are they at? And what are they doing like specifically like in a city in a village in a jungle
3: they're they're in a coast coastal region out in some islands and so for a long time uh for many years kind of our childhood was up in the highland region in the jungles where they church planted but the Wano church has reached a point of maturity where everything's been indigenized uh, their own medical literacy program and they're sending out their own missionaries actually which is incredible so the Wano Church, without any help from my parents, have church planted five different locations. That's awesome. Yeah, really mature churches, which are growing, and now they're expanding out. And uh, for the first time, they've actually gone cross-cultural, which means outside of their Wano tribe, they're going to other tribes and uh, ministering. So it's a super cool point in the ministry. My parents then took an itinerant role, no longer really needed full-time there in the village. My dad continues to do Bible translation,
1: Where they're working in a different region now. Is he still translating to the Wano language, or is he going to a different language?
3: He's still translating the Wano language, yep. So the New Testament is basically complete, and uh, the Old Testament still probably has another 10 years of translation work. Wow.
5: Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, the Bible is a big book. It takes a long time to translate it all is. that.
4: And so um, with tr- Bible translation, it's not like you just— copy it one time, and that said, there's about 10 different steps that go into it. So you have to translate it into Wano back into English. There's about 10 different steps. So by the time they get the final product, it is God's word to the best capability of man to translate, basically. It's a very good translation. It really speaks at heart level to the people there.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So uh, tell us again, if people want to get locked into the stuff you won awards on tonight or whatever, say, you kind of said the things quickly... Yeah. And so, so, slow sl- down a little slow bit. Slow down and just say what they are, just a one-sentence description of each thing, and how can people go watch it?
3: Perfect. So our first series, Growing Up Wild, which I highly recommend, is a great homeschool resource as long as, as well as entertainment. Growing Up Wild, you can find it on our website, WildBrothersProductions.com. Our second series, Adventures in Creation, is an eight-part series, reality TV, fast-paced adventure. You can also find it on our website, wowbrothersproductions.com.
1: Is that what you did with Answers in Genesis?
3: Yes. So you can also find it at Answers in Genesis on their streaming platform, too, answers.tv. Look it up there. Um, Our third product is Islands of the Four Kings, our full-length adventure documentary. That, That was
1: Islands of the Four Kings. Correct.
3: Not because we are the Four Kings or anything, but the (laughs) the region of the world we're in, that that island region, is known as the the Islands of the Four Kings. Cool. Um, So you can find that also only on our website, WildBrothersProductions.com. We also have two lifestyle vlogs, uh, one done overseas called Highlands to Island. You can find that on lore.tv. It is now streaming. We've taken it off of our YouTube platform and given it to Lore. So check out lore.tv for the only place you can view Highlands to Islands. Our second um, lifestyle vlog is called The Wild Way. It is uh, the vlog that we started transitioning from Indonesia to the States. Lots of fun adventures of us really just living here stateside. Experience all kinds of new things. Learning how to live in America so much fun. You can find that on our YouTube channel, The Wild Brothers. Cool, that's great. And our current series, um, Off the Couch into Creation. Sorry, I almost forgot. It's our new TV series here in the U.S. And so we're not sure where we're launching it. Actually, this conference was a big part of connecting and finding distribution. So also go to our website, subscribe to our email, and we'll keep you updated. We should be finding distribution here soon. And um, if you guys want, we're offering convention special, a free viewing of like a teaser, like a pilot episode. All you have to do is go to our website. You'll find it there. You can have a v- uh, free viewing. and kind of gives you a great sample of what the show is going to be like.
1: That's awesome. So um, what about social media? You guys on social media?
3: We are, yep, Facebook and Instagram, at the Wild Brothers. At the Wild Brothers. And, and YouTube. Same
1: yep. thing, YouTube slash Wild brother,
4: Brothers. Yep. yep. It, it was hard figuring out social media coming back from the jungle. It took a couple of learning curves, but we finally kind of figured it out. I so. was gonna
1: ask you, how long have you been back from the jungle? We've been back for about three
5: years now. And you all came back together? We did, yep. So we all came back and we really thought that we would all split up and go to different art colleges, different jobs. But um, we came back December 2019, and like a few weeks later, COVID hit. And so we were locked down in our town. We started online college. And by the time all the restrictions lifted, we had already started working together on our video business. And we were all working together. And we thought, this is great. Let's keep doing this. And the Lord really showed us in a lot of amazing, awesome ways that he wanted us to continue on with this video ministry that we're doing. So So we're still working together five days a week producing this new show and um it's awesome brothers make the best co-workers
1: yeah for sure so where do you see this going i mean obviously only the lord knows for sure but what what would be your dream for the next step
3: yeah this is a season of really preparation and being equipped so we're finishing up our degrees bachelor's degrees my brother morgan already graduated he's getting his md M.Div. is that correct master of divinity master in divinity yep my wife and I, we would like to get some more Bible training, go through missions training, one day end up overseas. That's kind of the five-year plan. Uh, so during the season, we're all here stateside. We're just going to keep rolling with our video work. Uh, we're almost finished with season one of our new show. Season two will come out. Uh, Lord willing, also season three. And then season four, so they keep growing in scale. Each season, we're exploring different parts of the U.S. Cool. Season one takes place primarily in Florida. Season two will kind of expand and go to new territories around the U.S. Season three as well. And then season four, we'd love to get back overseas. We have a whole bucket load of adventures still to film over there. So
1: When it's time to come to Iowa, look us up. All right. We, we can show you the way. There we go.
3: Iowa. We'll do. We're always looking for locals in there. Local Corn knowledge. and
1: beans and hogs and yeah. right. the whole deal. There we go.
5: So we have, we have a million projects that we see that we'd love to do. But really the heart behind all our videos is to inspire our generation to faith and adventure. Um, Coming back to America, we've been experiencing our culture and seeing that our generation faces a lot of challenge in this digital age and um, we're on our phones a lot and that can be detrimental to our faith and also our lives and so we're really excited about through our videos, through our lives, um, really inspiring our generation to get off their couches into creation, go on adventures again, go outside again and see how they can use their lives for God's great commission. Because, man, we have such an awesome purpose as Christians. We have such a cool mission. We can join God to see the nations reached for his glory. And it's so exciting. All of us need to be part of it. So we're really, really excited to, um, in whatever way we can, however the Lord uses us, um, to, yeah, see our generation impacted and get excited about how they can start living for God.
1: That's awesome. Olivia is spacing out over there and she's taking really long blinks and she's pregnant (laughs) and uh, it's time to go to bed. So we're going to wrap this up. Thank you so much for staying out late with us tonight. Really, appreciate Thank you. Congratulations on all your success. And I hope that uh, through this we can drive a bunch of new followers and viewers to your stuff, uh, not only to increase your uh, footprint, but to obviously bring glory to the Lord and Mm -hmm. his purposes. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. Have a good night. All right. right. Thank you.
3: Thank you.
0: 7401 University Avenue Cedar Falls, Iowa 50613 In addition to our other podcasts which I mentioned at the front of this episode I want to mention two of our other ministry partners worth checking out First, the Cedar Falls Bible Conference equipping believers with the truth of God's word since 1922 Visit cedarfallsbibleconference.com for free access to previous conference content or for more information about upcoming events Second is Power to Change Digital Strategies, an online ministry partnering volunteer Christian mentors with people around the world searching the internet for answers. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online conversation with a caring Christian adult, go to issuesiface.com. Or if you would like to be a volunteer Christian mentor, please visit p2cdigital.com. That's the letter P, the number two, and the letter C, digital.com. See our episode notes for details and links, and remember to subscribe, leave a five-star rating, and write a review. God's richest blessings to you, and thanks again for listening.